I don't want to talk about that, but um, when John was asked the question in Revelation, the the seventh chapter, was it, of um, Revelation, who are these? You remember in the seventh chapter, if you will help me go to the Revelations uh, chapter seven, when uh, I'm dealing of the uh, 144,000, right? Revelation seven. Uh, in, but um, go up to verse one, Revelations chapter chapter seven and verse one. It says that um, after these things, no, no, after these things, that means uh, something went before it. So you have to understood or understand what went before, right? After means that. After these things means something went. Though these things mean went before uh, the event that is supposed to happen. Get it? After these things I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. Holding the four winds of the earth. That the winds should not blow on the earth nor on the sea, nor on the, um, on the trees. You see, the first three chapters of Revelation deals with the um, church, the church age. Then they closed out in the Laodicean uh, church, uh, the, last, um, the last church age. You have the, was it the Philadelphian? And... Uh, the church of brotherly love and then they closed out of this materialistic minded church the Laodicean church that had everything beside God <clears throat> you can read that the third chapter then from the fourth chapter of Revelation begins uh, to deal with uh, prophecies and events the fourth chapter and he has many many the fourth chapter many uh, claim, but that's the um, that's dealing also with the catching away of the church when <clears throat> the door was open and John was was welcome to come up either and so on and then the fifth chapter also where uh, uh, the Lord uh, Jesus appeared as the lion. Remember, uh, who shall uh, who, who can take this book and read it? And there was no man in heaven or earth that could take the book, even to look on it. Nobody could. Isn't that amazing? No one could. And yet, uh, we have preacher says, I can read it. I know how it is. And John said, I wept much because no one was found in heaven worthy to take the book, to open it. To, to even look on it. Can you imagine? They could not even look on the, this little book. So John wept much until the angel said, Weep not. Are you following me? Weep not because that's the fifth chapter, wouldn't it? Because the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Now, who, this, who could this be? The lion of the tribe of Judah. 
the root of David. If you go back in in uh, Genesis 49, you'll find that this line in, in the 49th chapter of uh, Judah was a lion. And uh, this is the same reference here to this. The lion of the tribe of Judah had prevailed to uh, take the book. We, I'm in chapter 5, right? Yeah, to take uh, Revelations 5. Five five. Now read that for me. Uh, it says that the five five, right? <laughs> okay. And one of the elders said unto me, "Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of uh, Judah, the root of David, had prevailed to open the book and to loose. There were seven seals." Now, uh, you're going to go into chapter 6 where it begin the opening of the first seal. And when the first seal was opened, I saw, I saw a white horse. Right? And him that sat on this white horse, to him was given a bow, no arrows, but there was also given to him a crown. And he went forth conquering unto conquer and then that that horse uh, changed to a red horse and then uh, was it a, a you have a black horse and a pale horse and then after that uh, by the time you get to the uh, fifth uh, the fifth seals and uh, the sixth seals where the souls were crying out under the altar then there was a long break between the six and the seven seals. Okay. Where the seven seal was opened up. Was it chapter 8 and chapter 10 and so. But let me get back to um, <clears throat> chapter 5 says. And one of the elders said. Verse 5 said unto me. Weep not. Behold the lion. Of the tribe of Judah. The root of David. Had prevailed. To open the book. And to loose. The uh, the seven seals thereof. Verse 6 says. And I beheld and lo. In the midst of the throne. And of the four beasts. And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb. Now, now remember. Uh, uh, stood a lamb as it had been slain. But what, what were we talking about a while ago? We're talking about a lion. But now we are leading, talking about a lamb. And they're the same. But there's a different office. See, the lion is a, what, what is the lion? The greatest, strongest, the king of the beast, the jungle. He's the king. And he prevailed. Jesus Christ prevails as a lion of the tribe of Judah. And we saw it in also in Genesis chapter 49. And here I beheld a low in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts. And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain. And you see for, for him to conquer he must first die as a redeemer. Okay because 
he had to shed his blood. And once he shed his blood as a redeemer, then he could take the book and conquer. Because that's what a lion does. A lion conquers. So uh, it says that uh, that a, a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns, speaks of power, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits. Notice the seven spirits of God, which you, I think you'll find it in chapter 4, these spirits, and also in Isaiah, sent forth into all the earth. Seven uh, spirits of God. Verse 7 says. And he came and took the book. Ehu. The lion. The lamb. And he came and took the book. Out of the right hand of him. That sat on the throne. Now. Who was it that sat on the, the throne? The ancient of days. The father. You will find that also in Daniel. The. Uh. The seventh chapter, Revelation, Daniel and Revelations goes to uh, together many parts of it. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, <coughs> help me there. When he had taken the book, the um, the four beasts. Notice, notice, go back again. When he had taken the book, we're out of the hand of the one that sat on the throne. The four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb. Why would they fall down before the lamb? To worship. They fell down before the lamb. Who is Jesus Christ. Behold the Lamb of God. That taketh away the sins of the world. Having every one of them. Harps. Notice. The golden vials. Can't have it empty. <clears throat> full of odors. Which are the prayers of the saints. So when you're praying. It's not in vain. Well, God's not hearing me. Yes, he is. He's even putting your prayers in vials. What if you didn't pray? You're not going to have anything to offer. <clears throat> and he says that, uh, um, and, they, and they sung a new song. Why? Because, you know why it's a new song? Because the order of uh, the system of government is now changing. There's a new government coming into being. The uh, the songs of the past is over. The old creation. John says, behold, uh, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. You know, uh, songs of deliverance, songs of freedom. They song, as it were, a new song. It's like a person was in bondage and prisoner. But when they're released... What are they doing? They're talking freedom. Well now here's a world. That has been in bondage. But now the conquering lion. Of the. Tribe of Judah. Has prevailed to. Take the book. That's the book of. Uh, redemption. That's the book of. Um, 
ownership. The, the book of rights that he conquered. He died and conquered. By his shed blood. And he overcame. The lamb. Overcame. Behold the lamb of God. He took away the sins of the world. And they sung a new song. You did, what, what happened when you accept Christ and you got the joy? What do you do? You sing a new song. Saying thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. There are seven seals. For thou wast slain. What made him worthy? Because he was slain. Okay. What made him conquer? Because he was, he, he was slain. And he shed his blood. He paid the price of redemption. And uh, uh, for thou wast slain. And hast redeemed us. To God by thy blood. Out of every kindred. Tongues. And people. And nation. That's everybody. Every nation. Everywhere. God will redeem them. Amen. Amen. The blood was shed. And has made us unto our God. What did he make you? From a, a slave to sin. A prisoner to, of sin. What did he make us? Kings and priests. And we shall reign. On the earth. Okay so. That seems like. From chapter 4. Chapter 5. Seems like an heavenly scenery. Because thou hast redeemed us. Made us. Um, kings and priests. Unto God. And we shall reign on the earth. So if they. Uh, were uh, seemingly on the earth. At this time. They wouldn't have to say. And made us rule on the earth. Right. Verse 11. Is there verse 11? And I beheld. And I heard the voice of many angels. Follow me now. Let's look at it. The voice of many angels. Round about the throne. And the beast. Alright. And the elders. So we have uh, many angels. Go slow. Many angels. Round about the throne. And the beast. And the elders. And the number of them. Was how many? Ten. Thousand times. Ten thousand. And thousands of. Thousand. Anybody know how many that was? I needed brother James to help me right there. Uh, he was good at that. Do you get, do you get that? I mean that's a. A lot of people saying. Um. But, but, but back up there, back up, go back there to verse uh, 11. I, I need to go back there. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne. Where are they? Round about the throne. And the beasts and the elders, that the word beasts is living creatures. And the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands. I don't know how many are there. But uh, if you if you notice that uh, that uh, it says that 
I heard and the voice of many angels run about the throne and the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of angels. The next verse says, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Do you have many things? Huh? And verse 13 says, And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessings and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne. Notice, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. Father, Son, and eternal throne. Amen? Now this is awesome. In verse, is there any more verse? Verse 14. Now look at verse 14. And the four beasts, or these are four living creatures. These were the ones that had the uh, four face that guards the throne of God. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him. That liveth forever and ever. That, that's awesome, isn't it? Now, let's backtrack and go to chapter 4 of Revelation. Chapter 4 of Revelation. Let's start at verse 1. Because these are fairly short chapters. After this, I looked. Chapter 4, now remember we, uh, we closed the Laodicean church age, come through the church age. Now, after this, after what? The church. The seven churches in Asia. You can read that. I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. Now, what door? Like a slide door? No. But who is the door? That's Jesus Christ. See, the door was open. He's the door. I'm the door. A door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were, notice, what, what was going on? A trumpet. A voice as a trumpet. What did Paul say about a trumpet? Didn't he say that the last trump, there are seven trumpets, but at the last trump, what would happen? The dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain would be caught up to meet the Lord in the clouds in the air. So now here I heard the voice, uh, the first voice, which I heard was as it were a trumpet. And what was he doing? This was a talking trumpet, talking with me, which said, come up either. The trumpet voice says, come up either. 
Where? Where? And I will show thee, notice, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. So we came through uh, the past, the church age, and now we are going into uh, things that is to be hereafter. So we are going to reach out more so in chapter 4, 5, 6 going on to prophecies. Amen? Amen. After, go back there, but, yeah, I need that. Said, um, verse, after this I look and behold a door was open in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me. Which said, here's what it says, come up either and I will show thee things, noted, which must be hereafter. Didn't happen yet, but it's going to come to pass. Next verse. And immediate. What happened? Immediately. I was in the spirit. How quick the catching away will be. In the twinkling of an eye. So here immediately. I was in the spirit. And behold. A throne was set. In heaven. And one sat on the throne. Verse 3. And he that sat was to look upon as a jasper and a sharding stone. You find that also comparing in Ezekiel chapter 1 and also in Daniel chapter 7 and so. And there was a rainbow round about the throne. Well, that's a covenant that God had made. And even in chapter 10, remember, the, was it the angel came down with the rainbow? Uh, the rainbow was round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. Verse 4. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats. We dealt with that in chapter 5, right? And upon the seats I saw Four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. These are not angels. These are not angels. Verse 5. And out of the throne proceeded what? Lightning. Notice here. Lightnings. And thunderings. And voices. You know, you know why there is lightning. Similar like Mount Sinai. Because now. This is not a throne of grace. It's a throne of judgment. Because in chapter 3. The church age has come to an end. And that. Is bringing now. The. Uh, the grace period. And now it's judgment. Uh, chapter 11 says that he has taken his great power and his reign. Judgment. Okay, so what happened in Sinai? There was lightning and the whole mountain was on fire. So what did John saw? And out of the throne proceeded lightnings, 
and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps, nobody's, a fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. You heard about the seven spirits of God. Isn't this beautiful? Verse 6. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass. My, my, my. Like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and round about the throne, were four beasts, or living creatures, full of wisdom. Full of eyes. Before eyes is wisdom, light, insight. Even you have <coughs> insight. Full of eyes before. They know where they were going. And behind, they knew, they knew where we were coming from. And that's what a minister needs. We need eyes before and behind. A church need that. Verse uh, 7 says, And the first beast was like a lion. Remember we had that one time, the four-faced beast. And the second beast like a cat. And the third beast had a face as a man. And the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. We had that, was it in Numbers? And also I think Ezekiel. But now we are having here again. Verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them, wow, six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night. Saying, holy, holy, holy. Do you understand now? They are beings that never stop praising God. And we can't even praise God for half an hour. We, we, we come to church, we can't even lift our hands up. There are be, beings that never stop. Their work, their duty is to praise the Lord. And we are called for that and even greater. But we're not doing it. We rather go to sleep than even say praise the Lord. They're saying, holy, holy. Verse uh, 8 is it. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty. Which was and his and is to come. And I heard a preacher say one time. Every time they say holy, holy. There comes another revelation. They cease not. To say holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. Which was and his and is to come. Verse 9. And when those beasts give glory on honor and thanks to him. That sat on the throne. Who liveth forever and ever. The four and twenty elders. Notice. They keep sliding out of their seats. They keep falling down. They fell down before him that sat on the throne. And worship him that liveth forever and ever. And cast their crowns before the throne saying. Shout it out. Thou art worthy. 
O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created, notice it, notice the sovereignty of God in creation. Thou hast created all things. All things. Remember this morning? Before I form you in the womb, I knew you. I create all things. God create all things. Thou hast created all things. And why did he create all things? For thy pleasure. You were created not for your pleasure. But you were created for the good pleasure of God. And for thy pleasures. They are. And were created. But you ought to, you ought to give God shout. Now skip over quickly. To, well, let me let me go to chapter 6. Touch there just a little bit. Verse 1, remember? So after these things, chapter 5 now, the, the, the lion, lamb, prevailed and took the book. And then now he opened the first seal in chapter 6, 1. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Come and see. And I saw, and behold, what did he see? A white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow and a crown. Notice. And a crown was given unto him. Where did he get that from? Who is he? And he went forth conquering unto conquer. But notice that the crown was given unto him. Right? And uh, a bow was also given unto him. But if you turn to Revelations 19, there's another white horse. Can you turn there? Revelation 19, that other where John saw heaven open in verse 11, and a white horse go down to verse 11. You find that? Verse 11? 1911? Let's read. And I saw... Heaven open. But but notice under the the sixth chapter was it says that um, and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals. Okay, it was a seal that was opened, and then this first white horse was saved. Okay? But the second white horse in chapter 19, verse 11. It's, and I saw heaven open. Not, not the seal, but heaven. And behold, a white horse. And he that sat, notice that. He that sat upon him was called, notice, faithful and true. And in righteousness he doeth judge, is a judge and make war. 
You see the difference? Do you see that? All right, let's read on. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. How many? Crowns. Now, the first white horse rider was given how many crowns? One crown and a bow. But this one, okay, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head was many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew. Notice, but he himself. And he had, he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood because he died. And now he was going forth to destroy his enemies. And his name is called the word of God. So who could this be? Faithful and true and in righteousness. He doeth judge and make war. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the word of God. And the armies. Huh? No, no, notice that. In Revelation 6. When the white horse rider went forth. Then after him. Was a red horse. But notice after this rider. In the 19th chapter. It's the armies. Which were in heaven. Followed him upon white horses. Clothes. In fine linen. Clean. And white. Don't let nobody spot it up. Don't let no one. Turn you and spot your garment. And you take on the wrong spirit. I'm telling you, deception is real, and deception, you've got to understand the word of God. Look what I'm telling you right now. Oh, I'm taking my time explaining the word of God to you, showing you that there's one white horse rider of deception in chapter 6. That's not Christ. I know people are mistaken and say, that's, that's not Jesus Christ. Nothing was given unto him. He died. He shed his blood. He conquers. And nobody gave him a bow. Or however. But out of his mouth goeth forth. A sharp two edged sword. And out there it is. Out of his mouth goeth. A sharp sword. That with hit he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod. Of iron. And he treaded the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. That's judgment. That's judgment coming. Verse 15, 16. And he had on his vesture and on his thigh a name written. What's the name? King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun. And he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven. Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. What a supper that's going to be. 
verse. That ye may eat the flesh of kings. Notice. Proud, tuck up high, can't come to church, don't want to submit, want to tell God what to do. But you don't understand. You don't change God. A pastor stands here and he preaches the word of God. That's all he does. He doesn't change it for nobody. Okay? You, you are not in a kind of a beauty contest or a contest of lightning. <laughs> uh, do you like me more than that one? That's not why you're here. You, you're not preaching to be liked. Why? A servant of God, they those servants, they wandered in dens and caves. They were sawn asunder. They didn't preach to be loved. They preached to change men. You're not preaching because you want somebody to love you. Wrong is wrong and right is right. The word of God is the word of God. You and I cannot change it. If the church can change a pastor, he's no good. The pastor changed the church. He changed it. One can chase a thousand. And if you go to a church where you can, and the pastor is afraid, he doesn't trust God, he doesn't believe God, but that pastor stands there and he gets his food like Elijah did, he gets his clothes, he gets his shelter, go down and a little widow woman will sustain you. It goes on to say, that he may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men, flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. Let me tell you something. God's no respect to a person, and the birds will not be either. The birds, they're ravenous birds that will eat flesh, that do eat flesh. I've seen sometimes pictures of eagles and boy, I don't want to get... You know, those eagles are so smart that they could, they might not be able to lift up a big animal off the mountain, but guess what they do? They push them off. And when they've plunged to their death, they go down and have a meal. So all those animals up there are afraid of eagles. All of them. Verse 19 says, And I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. That's where Psalms chapter 2 come in and some of the other Psalms. But you can write that beside your Bible. It's why do the heathen rage. Verse 20. And the beast was, notice, the beast was taken, captured alive, taken as prisoners of war. And with him, the false prophets that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, 
and them that worship his image. These both were cast, both means two, were cast alive into a lake of fire and brimstone. Now notice, the beast, go back there, the beast and the uh, false prophet, they were taken alive and they were cast, they went straight to the lake of fire, which is second death. They'll never be resurrected, they'll never come out of that. But notice at this time, the devil, the devil was not cast into the lake of fire yet. He went before to the, uh, the bottomless pit for a thousand years. But it's at the end of the thousand years he's released because he has one more dirty job to do to deceive the nations. And then after that he's to be cast into the lake of fire. Okay, so, and the beast was taken, the Sarah, and with him, the false prophets that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived the, them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worship his image. These both were cast alive in a lake, into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. And the remnant which were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. And that is the great supper of the Lord. God's going to put on a supper for birds. How is God going to get rid of all these flesh? It's called birds. You don't understand. I'd rather be in the kingdom than to be eaten by a bird. So you're not getting away with anything. God knows and God has the answer and God's not joking. Because after the uh, third chapter coming on, fourth and fifth and don't, it's judgment. So now is the time to, that's the last verse, right? Now is the time to turn to God and accept Christ and serve the Lord with all your heart. I hope this message tonight. Huh? Chapter 6. I think I've said enough. You could go on and gone. But I touch only one, one or two verses I needed in chapter 6 about the white horse. Not the whole chapter. I needed just the, to show you the... the yes. And, and chapter 7 verse 9 says... After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, yes, which no man could number. These are tribulation saints. Who are they? And these are they that came out of great tribulation. And have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. God bless you. I know you want to keep.